Hello, how are you? So glad that we're having our time to just chat again this week. And as always, I know that it sounds like a broken record because every time I have this opportunity to come before you, that's what we're going to say. I'm so glad because it's truly, truly authentic. And that was a double, <laughs> a, a double whammy, truly and authentic. So I thank God for you. Thank you for praying for me, praying for my family, I'm praying for yours. I'm praying that you all are uh, sifting through the wheat as you are hearing facts and truths. Because we know, we realize that just because there is a fact doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. And everything that says that it is true, it doesn't mean that it is true. So I'm thanking you for the Lord to give you wisdom and give you discerning as to what is authentic in this time and, and out of the propaganda and all of all of the uh, <laughs> the fighting, the media fighting, the uh, uh, all of the different channels and, and, and people fighting against each other, politics and all of this sort of thing. So I thank you all for sifting through the wheat. Tonight, we're going to be coming from Second Peter, and we're going to go through the third chapter, and let's read this quickly. Dear friends, this is now the second letter I have written to you in both letters. I want to stir up your sincere understanding by way of reminder so that you recall the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the command of our Lord and Savior given through your apostles. Above all, be aware of this. Scoffers will come in the last days, scoffing and following their own evil desires, saying, where is, he, where is his coming? That he promised. Ever since our ancestors fell asleep, all things continue as they have been since the beginning of creation. They deliberately overlooked this. By the word of God, the heavens came into being long ago, and the earth was brought about from water and through water. Through this, through these, the world of that time perished when it was flooded. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are stored up for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and the works on it will be dis disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, it is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness. As you wait for the day of God and hastens its coming. Because of that day, the heavens will be dissolved with fire and the elements will melt with heat. But based on his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Therefore, dear friends, while you wait for these things, make every effort to be found without spot or blemish in his sight. At peace. Also, regard the patience of 
our Lord as salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul has written to you according to the wisdom given to him. He speaks about these things in all his letters. There are some matters that are hard to understand. The untaught and unstable would twist them to their own destruction. Also, they also, they also do with the rest of the scriptures. Therefore, dear friends, since you know this in advance, be on your guard so that you are not led away by the error of lawless people and fall from your own stable position. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about, the Lord says, you won't make me come down there. Now, you know, growing up, some of us, we have heard our parents say that often. Don't make me come over there. You won't like it when I get there. Stop that now. Settle down. Now, don't, don't make me do it. But the Lord is saying, you won't make him come down there. Out of all of the stuff that we're doing, he does not want to come ahead of time. Because why? He doesn't want anyone to perish. He said that clearly. And in, in, in verse 9, he said, the Lord does not delay his promise of coming, returning. Some are mocking to this day, you know, that we have so much uh, conflict of how long the world was and, and when the Lord was here, uh, if he's really true, did he exist at all? Was he really God? And all of these things, and yet everything is being proven down to the letter, yet you're still going to have something to say, was it really so? And the word clearly said this, written ahead of time, none of us that are living right now were living then. And he said there are going to be scoffers to say, when is he coming? You said he promised he's coming back. Oh, th everything is going on the same as it's been going. We're going to work every day. Uh, we're still doing what we want to do. We are marrying and, and giving in marriage and we're doing all of these things. Life has not changed at all. So what are you talking about? And some of us might have gotten caught up in the, the rhetoric of it all. Binding to it because we have not seen things change. Normalcy seemed to uh, uh, become monotonous. And now we see that the little things are getting <laughs> life, as we say, no longer the same. But that has already been talked about too. There's nothing new under the sun. King Solomon said this. Even though he had decided that he was going to be very political and he got his wives and his concubines, how many men can deal with one wife and be a, 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 a full-fledged husband to one wife doing it the way the Lord says, let alone 300 wives and 700 concubines, secondary wives. That's a whole lot of baby mamas. 
And he brought him in because he was, like we said, politics. You you know you were going to ensure your throne is always going to have somebody on it because his daddy had told him. The Lord promised him that he was going to forever have someone on the throne. But the Lord was letting him know, I love you like that. But it's going to be me that come through the lineage. I'm going to come in your bloodline. I'm going to take on the form of a man. I'm going to be able to be, I'm the only one that can stay on the throne forever. And you want me to do that because lest I do this, you can't be with me. So the Lord was prophesying some things to David, but of course, instilling the natural man, he, he knew that the Lord was still going to keep his promise and allow someone on in his lineage to be king. So it goes on down. Here we are. And now the Lord had come. And then now he's returned to heaven. And yet he promised to come again. And life going on, living and dying and people being born, those are dying and all these sort of things and marrying. And like we said, and everything that we see going on now had gone on then. Absolutely nothing new. No uh, Immorality on every end. And sexual promiscuity, yes. S sexual perverseness, yes. Men and women having uh, sexual uh, relations with animals happened then. The word clearly said it. said if that, you found that happening, you got to kill both the person who did it. If a woman was having intercourse with an animal, you had to kill the animal and her. Once she doggone knew better. The animal, you trained it to do something it was not supposed to be doing. Had to end it. It was no longer the function that God created it for. It no longer existed. And then you can't just say, well, that was just a person. You got to remember, you had some fallen angels. That was doing some things and, and constantly trying to war against the things of the Lord. And the promises that God made for us that we were created in his image and likeness. And he wanted us to reproduce himself here on earth. He wanted us to rule and reign and domain over this, this, this earth that he gave us. He wanted us to have seed, time, and harvest. He wanted us to be living according to kings and queens. Not that we had to have all of this divisiveness that you see going on and all of these other things that's still here. We talked about before that there's three entities in the earth. There is holy entity, there's satanic demonic entity, and humanistic entities. Our thought process is what we choose to accept and believe. We can actually cause ourselves to usurp God's authority by just believing what we want to believe. So we have those three entities here. And the Lord was saying here, was talking through Peter. He was saying that. Now, he's going to let you know that Paul had already talked about the Lord's coming. And see, for Peter to even be talking about this, you got to understand, Peter and, 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 and uh, Paul had a, a dispute at one point. Peter was brought up in Judaism. And Peter knew the law, the letter of the law, certain things that he were not to be doing. Here, Paul, because Paul had three different uh, nationalities. He had three different citizenships. He was Jewish, yes. 
but he was also Greek and he was Roman. So here he is able to relate to these three major cultures that were of the day. And by he being a chief among the Pharisees who were taught to believe in the true and the living God and that the Messiah was to come back. He was doing what he thought he was supposed to be doing when he was destroying those that accepted Christ. Because that was like an idol. Now you notice that down in our ages we have had some Jesuit priests to do that. They were calling themselves Christians, but they were killing Christians. See, that's nothing new going on. And they have created uh, uh, religions. They have even gotten to the point where they were talking about at that time that to become all things to all men. That's what Paul said to do. But he wasn't talking about being deceptive. He was saying to be able to relate to them in such a way that you could present the true and the living God. But these people took these scriptures and twisted it in such a way that they were so deceptive. Say to pretend to the point of denying your very existence that you are a Jesuit. You go into the colleges you teach your doctrines, but you don't tell them who you are. Even if you're standing before the judge, don't do it. But your, your job is to kill every last one of them. To believe that. If you don't believe it, check it out. It used to be hidden. You couldn't find that. See, there's some wonderful things about the internet. And there's some nasty things that you can find too. I was um, looking some research up for some... Uh, for uh, some research for a project the Lord is going to have me to do, because you all already know there's a book that the Lord's had me to, to um, be talk uh, that's supposed to be in birth. So we're in the process of some things. And that's all I'm going to go with there. But doing some research, as soon as I was doing the research, I keyed in some things. And all of a sudden, the vilest of things start popping up. And I knew that if I clicked on it, it was going to be rated X. I wasn't even tempted. Now, some people would have got allowed that curiosity to overtake them and they would have clicked on it. Then you got an image in your head. You constantly remember what you saw. I don't want to go there. So this is what the, the Lord was saying tonight. He says, you won't make me come down there. The parents were saying, you know, don't make me do that. Don't make me come over there. He said, you won't make me come down there. Because like he was saying this is what he said. Again, on verse 8 of 2 Peter 3, he was saying, Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. So all this stuff that people are talking about doesn't make sense. And we're going to go into that too. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. He's telling you clearly, that's my agenda. I don't want anybody to leave here. But what we're getting twisted on some things, the reason why the Lord said, "Don't make, you're not going to make me come down there because he don't want to come too fast. If he comes right now, we're done. We, the body of Christ, his bride, we have, we're stripping our clothes off. We're just going out naked and just wreaking havoc. And, and he wants us to be uh, just dressed in our bridal gown and, and ready, prim and pristine. 
He doesn't want us to be just messed up. There is, like he said in the 14, he said, Therefore, dear friends, while you wait for these things, make every effort to be found without spot or blemish in his sight at peace. Now think about it. At peace. How are we going to be at peace? When there's so much chaos, you having so much lies being thrown out and it's spoken by more than one person. And if it's spoken by someone with authority and with any type of credibility, that can be uh, easily believed. Enemy knows it. So you having people fighting against each other and it's difficult for those who are not praying and asking the Lord to reveal what is the truth. Both of them can't be telling the truth. One side can't be telling, one side is telling a lie. Even if they mix in the truth with it, somebody is telling the truth. And we're talking about this coronavirus thing right now. Yes. Somebody is lying. But the thing that what the Lord has told me, this is what you got to understand. It's going to be so clear that this is an agenda. It has already been man-made. He told me that. It is for an agenda. It is to make money. It is going to be used in whoever hands they want to if to um, make a resurgence, appearance of a resurgence. But what I did not know is that he said that it was already uh, planned that they would have a pun to take the fall. Take the hit. Now, how I know what that means, I know what he said. It had already be had, had already been pre-planned years ago that they were going to have a scapegoat to take the hit for the the, the downfall of what the economy was going to appear to be looking like. You have to see the enemy is already doing some things. He's already trying to be ushered in, like I said, to someone on a virtual red carpet. It's already uh, been written ahead of time what would happen. That And get this now. You got to understand. The enemy wants to steal, to kill, and destroy, and he's always wanted to do it. Any way he can get Christ's body to uh, put him to the corners, uh, uh, kick him to the curb. Even for temporarily, he's taking presidents. Because there's only three entities in this world. It's going to be holy entity, satanic demonic entity, and humanistic entity. We're going to take on some stuff ourselves because we have a creative ability. We can speak things, think it, and then soon we can make that thing happen. And it will happen when you got people agreeing with you. I was looking at um, someone's post. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, yes. Awesome woman of God. And uh, she had her... Yes, it was Danielle because I told I was telling Tanya about it. Danielle's post, she had on there. And I want to give y'all her last name if you don't know it. But anyway, she wouldn't have mind me saying this anyway. Because it's their public knowledge. She had a post on there that someone had written that said something about if you're doing something sneaky, you wonder why you're not prospering. I'm, I'm paraphrasing that. And I wanted to put on there, I really want to laugh at this because I was laughing at the enemy. I started to uh, put it on my post and said, well, what about if you uh, 
publicize it openly, what the Lord says that needs to be done and you want to do it, and you've gone to everybody he's asked you to go to, and yet nobody do it, even though he says that they got the means and they got the, the wherewithal to do it. I said, then what do you do then? That's what I wanted to say, said Lord, said, you know better. <laughs> so anyway, because I was talking to the enemy, not a person. See, because I'm not one to play games like that. She would know this because I talked to her anyway. We're we, we, we able to talk anyway. So she knows this. But I'm not one that feel like I have to talk to someone through a hidden message. Anything the Lord has for you, he's going to tell you straight up. I've seen that happen. I've, I have been reading certain posts, and I can see where people are actually trying to throw off on someone. That's not what you do. You're not even supposed to minister as a minister of the gospel and throw off on people. You're to preach what the Lord told you. You are to teach from the platform that he set aside for you. If it hits someone, it's supposed to. If it hits you and it hurts, that's real good. That means you're not, you, you, you still got hope. You're not dead. Because if it hits you and you don't change, you don't feel anything, you're a dead person. He can't use you. Now, in the other end, there's sometimes he gets us to the place where our flesh is so killed that when the enemy comes at us, we're not even moved by that. It's like, please, whatever. You're praying because he's not going to get you to get outside your face like that. So the Lord says, you're not going to make me come down now. He's not going to come too fast because it's too much. I know that everything you doing, everything you saying, even your thought process, really, you know, you have written, you know me well enough. We in such a relationship, I haven't hidden anything about you, hidden anything from you. So you know that if you do certain things constantly, that that is supposed to compel me to come and straighten this thing out. But because I love you so much. Uh-uh, I'm not coming before time. I'm going to wait because it's not my desire that anybody should perish, but all come to repentance and have everlasting life. Now, he's not just talking about the sinners now. You would think he was. That should have been it. But if that were the case, Peter wouldn't have been saying that's going to be scoffers in that day. They say, when is he coming back? As a matter of fact, See, they're trying me. They took me off right there. Huh? You see, they took me off right there. Watch it. Watch it. I'm telling you, I'm going to go back on. And... We are back. It's amazing how that happens. But anyway, let's go on. Um, the, if it was, he was talking about just someone that wasn't saved, he wouldn't have said in Second uh, Peter 3, 3, above all, be aware of this. Scoffers will come in the last days. Scoffing. And following their own evil desires. Saying where is his coming that he promised. 
And then they go on to talk about how their elders had been around and now they dead and gone. And y'all said that then when our elders were here that Christ was coming back. I've been hearing that all my life. And there are some even saying that now I done heard this all my life. He still haven't come back. You have some even mocking said he didn't exist anyway. It's not real. And he's never coming back. And he's deliberately telling you, listen here. He's coming back. Don't get it twisted. But he's not coming back when you think he is. But he's coming back. But he don't want to come back too fast because he doesn't want us to go to hell. He wants us to get ourselves right. He's saying that there are dear friends in the 17th verse. He said, since you know this in advance, there are going to be people. He said, they're going to twist things. They're going to twist the word of God. He don't want you to, you know they're going to come, so be on your guard so that you are not led away by the error of lawless people and fall from your own stable position. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. So that's what he's telling you. You have to be prepared. You know that this is coming. If you read the word, you can't just go by the news. Bless them for having a job and, 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 and the giftings and abilities to uh, tell us what's going on in the society. But nothing is supposed to usurp the word of God. If you are called to a relationship with the Lord, you got to get to know him. That's just like in any relationship you have. And especially those we always go to marriage. And why? Because that is the foundation for every relationship we had. God created that ministry first. Marriage is a ministry. You have to get to know each other. In order to be in a ministry and be effective, you got to be on the same page. You got to be on one accord. You got to be walking in the same direction. If you not, it is a divided vision. And if you have a divided vision, then you also have divination can come in there. The enemy's going to always come in with us divisiveness. I'm glad you all was able to come back. Apparently, we were talking a little bit too heated, but I can't stop. I'm going to always talk about what the Lord has to say. Thankful that you joined us. Those that are on Facebook, we, we, we lost each other for a brief moment. But I just want you to know what the Lord said. He had already prepared through Peter to let you know that all this stuff is going on. People are saying, yeah, he's not coming back. You've been saying this forever. They're going on still living like they want to live. And, and now we, we, we see that we don't even know the distinction. It's getting so bad now you can't even tell what's authentic or not. And the word clearly says that. He says even during the time when Antichrist would come and he's ruling and reigning where the false prophet is there. And the false prophet will come from an organized religion. It's definitely going to come. People are going to think that, that that particular person or that particular uh, 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 religion was authentic. And they're going to find out that it wasn't. All about Satan. And that would be hard for someone to hear. But he already said it. He said, be on your guards. Watch these things. He never, the Lord is never going to uh, allow you anything to creep up on you. He's always going to tell you ahead of time to make us pre uh, prepared. 
Now we, of course, we we know that uh, as we as people, sometimes we don't even want to share some things because we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. We don't want to do that things. And then other times, <laughs> depends on the situ- circumstances and who the individual might be. Because sometimes we may be tempted just to tell them everything that's on our mind. And, you know, we still may withhold some things. But the Lord don't do that to his children. He gets us prepared. He doesn't want us to be wiped out by the enemy. He said, "Uh uh-uh, no, you're not going to make me come down now. We are praying for him to come quickly, Lord. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord. We just need you. And then others, we got some that really so caught up into this body and stuff they want to do. Lord, I don't want you to come back yet. You know, I haven't done what I want to do yet. The Lord got on to me about that. Oh, speaking... um, about family, I have to make sure because my mother, I was speaking with her all the way up until the time we came on. And uh, she reminded me that I had spoken about um, when I was uh, conceived and everything. And she likes that. She she She's one. And she told me tonight, she said, go ahead. Don't hold back anything. Everything God tell you, you say it. I thank God for it. But she was saying that um, you said... <laughs> <laughs> that you were conceived in November. See, that would have made me uh, born in eight months. No, I was conceived in October because, of course, it was uh, homecoming time. So I wanted to correct that for my mother's sake. I was nine months. <laughs> but she knows that was a, it's not even a private joke because I've told you all before. The enemy had come in and literally tried to uh, make sure that some, even in our own family, would not even uh, acknowledge that, I, that my dad is mine, but that's the way they the enemy does in in our spiritual life. Also, he will make you think that Christ is not yours, that you have done something so bad that the Lord wouldn't want you, wouldn't accept you, and all of these things. But he told us, he tell us really quickly. He said, "Now you're going to have to be on your guard. I'm telling you in advance. There are going to be people going to tear take you away from what is true." And that's what's going on in society. And I will say it again. If it goes off again, too bad, too sad. I'm going to have to say what the Lord said. It is a setup from the enemy. What is going on in this in our culture today is a setup. Men and women of God, we got to be praying against the tactics of the enemy. You know that if there's divisiveness, it's not holy. Nothing divided can stand. Word even clearly said you can't even walk with somebody except you agree. Now, you're not supposed to agree on something just because you love them. If they're wrong, they're wrong. You got to tell them, I love you, but no, we're going to do this thing right. And the Lord clearly said, even this tactic of what's going on right now, you finding more men and women of God trying to compete with what we used to call worldliness and perverseness. Taking their gifts and going out and throwing it out to the enemy. He said it. he's not going to allow it and we're doing it. He said pray for one another. Bring each other back. Talk to each other about what he said. Because many are being deceived by all sorts of false doctrines. You have more people coming out talking about their prophets. There's soothsayers. They are warlocks and witches. They are doing astrology. They're going back to the old apothecary where they're twisting things with chemicals and everything else. Looking at all sorts of things other than the true and the living God. Mixing different uh, uh, beliefs and religion and blending it to try to create one religion for everybody. And that's not the way it is. He said that he is the true and the living God. 
You should have no other gods before him. He even we, the hardest thing for us to do is take down that 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 throne of of uh, perversion. The enemy wants us to just harbor on the fact he said, you know, you got to be accepted. You know, you 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 got to have somebody. And then we get to the point we accept anything. Take us from the thing of God, the place of God. And we see this going on even in the government and all of this twisting of truth. Everybody's not telling the truth. I don't care if the loudest voice is saying it. It could be 1,500 people saying the same thing. I promise you this. It could happen. And one person saying the truth. Oh, it can't be so. Remember Micaiah? When all of those prophets was coming against him, the Lord said, don't worry about it, Micaiah. I allowed them to tell that lie. The king going to have to reap what he sowed. I'm paraphrasing. And then he come up and who was he talking about? You remember it was a Jehoshaphat that was looking for a word. And here the king of uh, Judah was once saying, now nah, he ain't going to ever give me a word. He never tell me anything good. That's right. Prophets don't tell you what's good. They tell you what's good for you. Because they're going to have to tell you what the Lord said. So he said, he's never going to tell me anything good. And the Lord, <laughs> when Micaiah gave the word to him, he said, see? He said, what you lying to me for? Come <laughs> said, He asked, should we go on up uh, and fight? Uh, are we going to win? Micaiah said, yep, go ahead. You got it. You got it like that. <laughs> and the king went crazy. He said, listen. This joker just lied to me. What you lying for? He knew God well enough to know God never was going to tell him what he wanted to hear. Not through this man of God. So he said, what you lying for? To the point. Lord have mercy. Let's find this real quick. To the point where the king knew that uh, he was going to be destroyed. He tried to get Jehoshaphat to switch clothes with him. Because they already knew that when they saw uh, him come out, that they were going to destroy him. Joseph said, no, 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 no. The Lord let him know, don't you do that. And see, sometimes that's what we do. We take some stuff on ourselves that we shouldn't be doing. And the Lord is upset about that too. You're putting on things that I didn't tell you to do. What's wrong with y'all? And, uh. He said, you're still not going to make me come too quick. You're just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. If I do, I got to wipe you all out. And that's not what I'm about. I did not say I want to do that. It's my desire that none perish, but all come to repentance and have everlasting life. And that's what he's telling us. When we get to the point we're exhausted, when we get to the point where we, we feel we've grown of them, we think we are, because we know we get the smell in ourselves. We know we did. We've been in ministry so long. I know I've been there sometime, Lord. Lord, really, I know you don't really want me to do that. <laughs> and he said, did I say not to? Didn't I tell you not to pray for them? Did I tell you not to? And you don't want to do it because, Lord, they're hard-headed. They just want what they want. They don't want to listen to you. I don't want to do it. Lord, you know how they treat you. They talk about you like a dog. You don't exist. Lord, they say your world is just 
Not like you said it. Oh, I'm telling you, I had a hard time. I used to, when I first started the ministry, I had a hard time always thinking I had to fight the Lord's cause. And then he always sent me around someone with another religion. And I'm, the religion I'm talking about is that of the uh, <laughs> evolutionists. So they would say they're not. That's not a religion. It is. We already know it's a religion. But anyway, they'll figure it out after a while. Doran knew that he was creating a religion. Uh, <laughs> I used to think I used to have to fight that battle for the Lord. Can you believe that? Fight the battle for the Lord. But anyway, they would come up with, you can't prove, and then they always talk about the flood. That's the first thing they go to. And then they'll start talking about the Garden of Eden. Then when they start talking about science, and if you listen to some of Doran's junk, it mixes some of the truth of the word in there. But he stretches the time frame out. But anyway, so they were saying that you can't prove it. Who, who believes that the world was uh, created, the whole earth at six days and everything that he did, all of the elements and all of the stars and all of the other planets in six days? Who believes that? And you have to be really just ludicrous. You have to be such an imbecile to believe such things. I sat there and listened for a while. You know, I'm, I'm seething because I'm, I'm still young. And so, anyway, they go on to tell you it was millions and trillions and billions of years and all of these things. And this was billions of years. This was trillion years. And this was this. And that was that. And all of these things. And, and yes, look at, this, look at this chart and how this tadpole turns to this and that and other. And all of these things. And I was listening. I was seething at this moment. You're making my God look like he's non-existent. You even had gone on to say that there's no way Christ was just a man like anybody else. I'm really steaming now. Like, Lord, I really need to tell this joke or something. And he still had me listening. He said, I still love him. You can, you can get angry all you want to. I'm not upset. I'm like, you are not upset. I'm not upset. Let him say what he want. That did not stop me from being who I am. It didn't stop me from doing what I did. I created him too. And I don't want him to die without me. I had to shut my mouth on that for a little bit. I said, but he's going to ask me for an answer. What is my response to this? And then I had only one answer, and I shared it with my mother yesterday. I had one answer to that, because it happened to me just recently, too. But I had one answer to that. I said, you know what? I can honestly say you have a whole lot more faith than I do. You truly do, because I don't have that much faith. I have a minuscule amount of faith compared to you. I said, because my faith is so minute that I choose to believe that the God that said he's the true and the living God created everything he said in six days like he said it. I choose to believe that the God that he says the true and the living God also Decided that he wanted to get us back to himself. He created a body for himself. Got in that body. Lived in that body for 33 and a half years. Got on the cross because he chose to do it to keep us from dying. Then he went to hell to take back everything we gave to Satan. Came back out of the grave. 
went on to heaven coming back again. I have such minute faith that that's what I believe. Your faith is so extravagant that you believe that nothing blew up, created everything, boom, bam. And then from one animal created another animal. When God said that he put the seed of every kind in itself to re reproduce what it created, what he created from the beginning. So my faith is not as nearly as great as yours. I also believe that even when you take one human being from one culture that may be Asian with an African-American and that child may look beautiful with a blend, but you still created a human being. I believe that even when you take a dog, you can take a German shepherd and pick, put it with a chihuahua. And if that was possible, it, but it would still be a dog. I don't have as much faith as you. So you got me there. You are, you have mag, just a magnanimous amount of faith. You are generous with it. I'm, mine is just so minuscule because I'm limited to believe that that God is able to just do this like he said in 6,000 years. And then you hear in other Scientists prove that that, that same chart you're talking about, you know, where the, all this earth packed down and the rocks this thousands and trillions of years and that, that trillions of years and all of these things. And they said that's impossible. said that science has to be proven. It has to be, a, a, if it's a theory, it has to be proven over and over again before it could be science. And that could never be proven because it's not scientific cannot be done because if that were to be done, it would have to still remain to the day. You still having things changing over like a transformer even to today. If that was science, it has to repeat itself. So that's not science, that's faith. You have much more faith than me. They're saying that this chart that you have, these rocks and everything with a plant in it and everything, that the scientists are saying a plant cannot live billions and trillions of years. Stars itself has been proven cannot live billions and trillions of years. That the, the lights from some of the stars that we see is already the star had been dead. We see the reflection because it's light years are distance, not miles, not time. So here we are seeing the distance the, of something that had died miles away. They're finally getting to us because the star can't even live billions and trillions of years. But you said that, so you have greater faith than I do. So all of this stuff, what are we talking about? The Lord said, even in all of this, fighting against each other about religion and, and then mixing truth with lies and mixing witchcraft and demonicism together. And now people just raping people under the name of saying they're prophets and apostles and teachers and all this stuff. Can't even go online without them telling you, before I give you a word, you're going to have to pay me and all this sort of thing. And then raping people. Twisting all of this stuff. He said ahead of time. Uh-uh. This is going to happen. But you got to be prepared. And let me let you know something. Don't think I'm coming too fast. I don't care. Because if I come right now, it won't be good. So no, I'm not coming. Not right now. I don't want any of you to perish. I love you too much for that. Out of all the stuff that we think he would not forgive us for, that's what he wants to forgive us for. 
There's nothing we've done or said or who we did it with that he won't forgive. But the problem is, you remember the three entities we talked about? You got holiness, satanic demonicism, and humanism. What we think we can get by with this because we didn't immediately get a spanking. It's okay. Speaking of another post, there was one that Apostle Glenn had on his. And um, he had had his, like, one of the memories you have at a certain time of that day that uh, uh, Facebook would put up for you. And so his was saying something about sin and that if sin, um, if the wages wasn't so good, uh, the reason why sin is so effective is something like that because the wages are uh, paid immediately. Something like that. So anyway, it didn't have a comma in there between sin and the other. And someone put on there, and we're talking about somebody in uh, 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 upper echelon as far as uh, intellect and, uh, and social status, actually put on their response, please, in caps, learn how to spell. And other people started saying little things, and you knew. I asked the Lord, I said, can I, do you want me to say anything right now? Because you're trying to strip the man of God. There was nothing to be said. The message says about sin. The reason why it's so popular, because you get paid immediately. Whatever you want, that flesh is going to get it. That's what it was saying. So, I put in there, called the woman's name out. The Lord doesn't do anything like that. He don't do anything undercover. I don't throw messages out there. I don't do like some people. Some people are just that babyish. They know that they actually that child is. You got to pray for them. Lord, won't you, you want to spank them to grow up here. But you know they're doing that. You just have to skip along with it. Let them do what they got to say. Say nothing. But at this particular time, you actually, the enemy was actually trying to mock a man of God. So I called the lady's name out. And said, do we godly people have to, uh, uh, do, do we not realize that uh, misspellings and, and uh, guessing of the iPhone and correction of the iPhone and other devices is going to take place? Must we uh, folk major on the minor? Immediately. He comes afterwards and he was saying, so that's the reason why the post was there. Instead of someone saying a amen, he said, or out. They focus on the misspelling or lack of a punctuation. He said, and even in that lack of a punctuation had nothing to do with the message. Didn't delineate from it at all. Didn't deter from it, must I say. So here they are in this world. We see this going on now. People wanting to cover up their stuff so much. And the Lord is sick and tired of that. How can you get fixed if you want to hide everything? But then the things you don't want to hide is the things you need to be hiding. When it's time for us to get an operation, <laughs> all your goods is there. They got you covered up with a sheet. But whoever's in that room see you. So you there with everything for them to fix a problem. And here we are, we, when someone, we need something fixed, we don't want it to be known. 
Now, I'm not talking about those that's ab uh, abusing uh, uh, the flock from the podium and all this stuff. That's not what I'm saying. The Lord told us to confess our burdens to one another. You got to talk to somebody because somebody's going to hear what the Lord has had to say for that matter. And then we got to be able to take that medicine and get healed from it, from our ailment or uh, disease or illnesses. Now, I'm not literally talking about a virus or whatever. I'm talking about spiritual sickness and things like that. And maybe even physical. We were talking about, I was checking on some um, things. Um, and um, when we talk about how uh, they, these videos of these men actually having sexual intercourse with animals. Actually, I wasn't going to click on it because I saw the title. I knew better. I don't want to see that. So, um, to think that people would say, well, they're sick, they're ill. That's the same lust demon. It's the same lust demon that I have somebody to do that with an animal as they would with everything else. It would have you to lust after money. People say, really? It is the same lust demon. It, if it then it causes you to uh, cheat somebody, take someone's life, uh, kill their reputation, get rid of your spouse, Deny your children everything else over money. There's a lust spirit there. That same lust spirit would transfer itself and have you to just sleep around like you just the next toilet paper. Same lust demon. But if you really want the Lord to help us, we got to be able to let him come and fix that thing. We can't just hide it. Somebody got to know. I got a problem here. But we're finding now the twisting of the words. They're taking things, what the Lord is saying, and twisting it to make it okay. It's okay to do these things. The Lord understands. He understands that we sin. Yes, he does. He understands that the enemy comes to, to steal, to kill, and destroy. He does. But he wants us to be without a blemish. That's what he said. When I, it, I'm coming back, it's going to be like a thief. You won't even know when I'm coming. And there's a scripture that tells you that Christ himself don't know when the Lord is going to tell him to come. He's just going to say, time to go now. It's going to be you, like a thief. You don't know when the thief is going to take your house and do what he's going to do. And some thieves take you while you're in the house. Take your stuff and you're in the house. But this is what he's saying. It's going to be like a thief. That's he said in the 10th verse. But the day of the Lord would come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. He's telling you quickly how it's going to happen. The elements will burn and be dissolved and the earth and the works on it will be disclosed. In other words, exposed. Everything that was done on this earth will be exposed. He's going to deal with it then. And then he says, since all these things are to be dis dissolved in this way, it is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness. As you wait for the day of God and hasten its coming. Yes, you want it to come fast, but you don't want it to come unless we, what he said, the conduct has to be holy. And yes, we got to be living godly. And yes, 
You want us to get everything out. He wants us to be found without. Uh, he said, make every effort to be found without spot or blemish in his sight. Make every effort. That tell you it's going to be hard. The enemy's coming making things seem like it's right. That's not. He's literally trying to deceive the body of Christ to make us be like him. Oh, you can make money doing that. That's a problem. Lord didn't say that. He said, keep holy. And I used to say some certain things too just recently. I used to say that, that shouldn't be so bad. But then when you weigh it against what he says and according to his word, and that's where we always he said, I didn't say that. I want you to be distinguished. I want them to be able to separate you immediately. If you're doing everything they're doing, saying everything they're saying, how can they tell the difference? You're supposed to be able to be seen immediately that you're different. you his bride. You talk like him. You act like him. You smell like him. You're his bride. And here we are, the body of Christ got lies all over the place. People trying to distinguish who the real prophets and priests and, and, and the real ministers of gospel. Because you have so many shady ones. And yes, they're getting the money. And yes, the body of Christ is suffering even in that area in many years because they want to go with the, the most popular stuff. Oh, if you tickle their ears and the Lord says that they got itching ears, but they don't want sound doctrine. Just tickle that fancy. Anything you want to do to tickle them, do it. That's what they want. But don't tell me the truth. There are going to be people that literally want to take your very existence because you're telling them the truth. Can't tell them because they don't want to hear it. They're so caught on themselves, focused on what they want, how they want it. That's it. You're not going to be able to talk to them. But he said, I'm not coming until they all have a chance. We have to give them that chance. Let's pray for one another. Let's, let's be real enough to let the Lord be real in us. Body of Christ, we can't be divided when he comes back. Let us pray for what's going on with this coronavirus. Yes, it is a setup. And I will say it again, Facebook. And every other avenue. And like I said, I would tell it to the religious Leaders and the government, because he said so. I'm not being arrogant. I'm doing exactly what he's telling me to say. Say what he said. It is a setup. But it's not just a setup for mankind. It's an enemy setting it up. He wants to be in, in, in leadership position finally again. And we can't let him do that ahead of time. But this is a setup. It's political. It's financial. It is actually a plot to get their agenda. And it's going to be revealed to whom, to all of us, who is doing what. And to whom they're trying to target it at. Now, I know what the Lord has told me, and that I'm not sharing. He didn't say share that. <laughs> I know exactly what he said. I know exactly they said who is trying to do what to whom. And it's going to surprise some people. He did say that. This particular election is going to be such an upset to people. And I'm going to say it again like he said to say it. That it's going to surprise the nation just as it did when the president came in. And it was against Hillary Clinton. There are going to be people that's going to be astounded. 
surprised, upset, totally angry. Because it's not like what they thought it was. That's all I'm going to say about that. So what are we going to do, people? We are going to be mindful to be who he said. We're going to be mindful to hear what he told us. Not be so caught up in trying to duplicate what we're supposed to be the medicine for. We're not going to be so divisive. We're not going to be so so uh, 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 immature that we can't handle what he's saying. Because he's telling us to go out there and love on them anyway. I know they're hard-headed. I know they're talking about him. I know they're talking about you, but hurting people oftentimes say some stuff they really don't know what they're talking about. You got to understand that. It is difficult, but you still got to represent the Lord. And that's what we're going to do. He loves us all. He can't hate. He just hates one thing, he said. Having a God above him. He can deal with all our ugly, our nasty, messed up stuff. He sees us differently than we see each other. He loves on us. He gets us back to where we need to be when we allow him to. He wants us to duplicate him in the world. Oh, he wants us to bring people to him so he can love on them and, and take them out of the situations that they are in. Even though we still remain here for a little while, our mindsets immediately change. Our heart conditions change. Our lifestyles change because no longer are we uh, dependent on an imitation. We will have the authentic. And that's what he wants for us. So while we whining and complaining and murmuring and grumbling and we waiting for him to say, don't make me come down now. He said, mm -mm, you won't make me come down now. Regardless of what we're doing, like my daughter was two years old, falling out on the floor, having a temper tantrum because she couldn't get her way. And an older lady said, mm -mm, don't you do it. Don't, don't spank her right here. I know she said, because of everything you need to do, somebody going to call the cops because you're doing what you need to do. And I understood what she meant. I was the only chocolate one there. And these people right there would have, they already had the phones ready. <laughs> it's the truth. It's not no ugly. It's the truth. And so... She said, you go around here, go around the fruit display. You stay where you can see her and me. And I'm just going to stand here. I'm going to stay away from your daughter. I'm going to promise you, and I won't touch her. She said, I'm just going to stand here. When she figure out what's going on, she'll get it together. Sure enough, my little girl, she was screaming on the floor. Never had done that before. Decided this when she turned two. And when she didn't see me there, Mommy, mommy now. That's what she would call me. Like, mommy now, I need you now. Mommy now. And when she saw me, she got herself together. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. Get ourselves together. We got to get ourselves together. Because when he comes back, he wants to take us all. But he'll leave us if we let him. I don't want to be left. And I know that none of us want to be left. So let us just... Be mindful of this tonight. Pray for those that are hard, seem to be hard. Because some of them are hurting and the enemy is bringing fear to them. You may seem like you can't reach them. But believe me, he's touching them. So I want to thank you all for joining me. I love you so much with all of my heart. I'm going to tell you this. And I'm always going to say the same thing over and over again. It's true that I do. But this one thing is more important. That God loved you and he loved you best.
God bless you. He loved you first and he loved you best. Good night. <laughs>